This is the Book Legion Podcast, where we review thought-provoking books to give our Legionnaires the knowledge they need to dominate the next level of their life. Hey guys, welcome back to the Book Legion. This is Kevin Diaz uh, with another episode today. Uh, thank you so much for joining us, uh, whether you're watching or listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, I'll be covering a book today uh, by an author called Charles uh, Duhigg. Uh, it is The Power of Habit, Why We Do What We Do in Life and Business. Uh, Charles has quite the educational background on him. He only graduated from Yale. And then he decided to somehow one-up that and then get an MBA from uh, Harvard. Uh, currently writing for the New Yorker magazine. He spent some time as a reporter for the New York Times where he uh, won uh, the Pulitzer Prize for some of his reporting. Um, pretty smart guy, author of two books. Uh, one based on productivity titled Smarter, Faster, Better. And then the other one today, as I mentioned previously, is The Power of Habit, essentially why why we do things and in every facet of our lives. So pretty eye-opening book. It was just under uh, 300 pages, quite a uh, very easy read with some really great stories uh, from our everyday lives and business and societal movements, tragedies, things like that, that can really... I did a really good job of accompanying those stories with the science that really goes behind why we make the decisions that we make every day. And again, he's, I mean, he tackled that from uh, individual level, organizational and, and societal level, which I really appreciated. A couple of uh, really big takeaways, just essentially what are habits, right? That was a big takeaway for me. And, and I know that uh, we have a 30,000 foot view of the understanding of it, but all that it really is when you break it down, it's a cue that it triggers a routine for you to partake in because you're ultimately looking for this reward. Um, and Charles does a, a great uh, story on how Febreze came into uh, play into the marketplace. Um, and essentially what they had to do because their first go around of trying to put this product, it wasn't as selling as well as they expected it to do. So they figured out exactly what people were looking for when using a cleaning product and what they were craving was the actual, the good smell after you clean. So essentially they created a product that people were craving that end result, right? So they would want to go clean by cleaning, picking up their house. They would use the bottle to get the good smell at the end. And it just created this circle that ultimately, obviously, I mean, this brand has been out for quite a long period of time where they made, you know, millions and millions and millions of dollars. Um, and Charles just discusses how to make new habits, right? There's that cue, that routine, that reward um, that we talked about earlier, right? The three components of, of a habit. And Charles talks that the easiest way to change habits is that the routine portion of that, the middle part, um, is the one that you want to target to change, to keep your cue the same. That's a lot harder to get rid of. And the reward, you want to have the same reward and the same cue. Let's just change the routine because, you know, at, at the end of the day, not all habits are created equal. And there's these other habits called keystone habits that have a much greater ripple effect, similar to like a chain, a chain reaction. Um, and it talks about sm uh, replacing smoking with exercising. And they do a study on how they took a group of people that they were all smokers. 
And then half of them essentially quit smoking, go into a, a couple month long uh, workout program. And then the other half of people that don't really change any of their other habits. And then they looked at the, like, what, what did their lives look like? Not just from a exercise standpoint, but other aspects of their life. And they found that the group of people that incorporated working out into their daily lives, not only were more, you know, doing physically better and, and, and from that nature, right. Lifting weights, doing cardio, but they were now also eating better. They were more mindful of their daily activities and how they spent their time. They were more, uh, they were financially doing better. They were saving more money. They were making these better decisions. And Charles just talks that this one change of replacing smoking with exercising had this ripple uh, effect across the entire, their entire lives. I thought that was very fascinating. So um, because we see these people on, on, you know, call them influencers or or whatever you want to call them, but we see them on Instagram and and these guys are always working out. They're always doing well. It just seems like one is a side, the side ripple effect of one main habit, which is really beautiful to see. And the, my third takeaway was habits of societies, how we birth these social movements and why they happen. Um, and there's three major reasons as to why a societal movement happens and and number one it's the habits of friendship and strong ties between acquaintances uh what are called weak ties like a friend of a friend and having that that relationship the, these weak ties that hold neighborhoods they hold groups of people together because they're in the same uh reading club they're part of the same church group right you don't really know them but but you know them the lastly just being that the movement is kept by this fresh sense of identity and he really uses the story of, of Rosa Parks as an example of this because, you know, we know the Rosa Parks story, but what we realize is that this boycott, the Montgomery boycott, where they, after she was arrested, you know, they stirred up uh, a boycott of the local bus system to kind of get back and make, make it hurt, right, where it hurts the most in, in the, the wallet of these business owners. But Rosa Parks was not the first person to get arrested for uh, a similar, you know, not giving up her seat situation in that time period. Uh, she was not the first person to go to jail, uh, but she seemed to be the first person that had a bit of her life in all of these different societal levels of Montgomery, Alabama. Rosa Parks was the kind of person that knew everybody. And when she was arrested, it was just created this humongous uh, backlash because she was so well respected and so well loved by the African-American community in Montgomery that it was sort of the perfect storm coming together to get the reporters, to get boycotts, to get people protesting, to have a long-term discussion about segregation in, in Alabama at that time. It's really beautifully written by Charles. I, I'm a huge fan of how he uh, described this story. And it just shows that these weak, these weak ties, these links that connect Friends of friends, uh, friends of friends, rather, you know, sharing membership in common community clubs. These ties, Charles argues, are more important than strong ties because it gives you access to these uh, social networks. Um, and it was just a fascinating story. It goes into Martin Luther King and his stance on protesting uh, without violence and, and really how that kind of threw a wrench into what people expected from a reaction standpoint, when you're beating people up and threatening them and putting bombs in their in front of their houses and blowing porches off that they're going to react with violence and they don't, it changes the routine 
of the queue in between the queue and the reward of what the African-American community was trying to get at that time period, giving them that fresh sense of identity of the process. It was uh, just very well articulated. Uh, big fan of the book. I highly recommend it to anybody uh, just because it puts a little bit more perspective on what we do from an autopilot standpoint. I feel like a majority of our decisions every day are just autopilot. Um, and this just gives really good perspective uh, to that. So, you know, thank you so much uh, for joining us. We'll put the book and uh, a link to Amazon for, for you guys to order the book, uh, The Power of Habit, why, why We Do What We Do in Life and Business by Charles Duhigg. Uh, thank you so much, guys, for joining us today. And until next time, this is Kevin with uh, The Book Legion. I'll talk to you soon.